Happy Monday, everyone. A new week is here and a new quote is here. Today's quote is by the one and only Brené Brown. And it says, I've never once regretted calling a timeout at home or work. Not once. I've never experienced a little time and space being a bad thing. But I have plenty regrets the other way around. So I usually think about the titles of my blog posts after I have written them. And this time I knew exactly what the title would be when I read this quote. It immediately reminded me of something I heard the other day that hit me in the best way possible. But before I continue, I have to confess (laughs) that I will be a victim of the social police that goes around the internet, making sure people tag and credit the right person, which is amazing. And I know they're coming from the best place possible, but I have to say I'm just fearful because I know I'm their prey. I almost never remember who I'm paraphrasing. So I have no clue where I listen to this, but I am not going to let that stop me from sharing the aha moment because it could be helpful for you. So I do apologize to whoever I'm paraphrasing and I am not giving credit to. I am really, really sorry. So the other day I was listening to this show. I may have read it or I I don't know. I really don't know. And they were talking about the act of grounding kids. And, you know, whether we agree or not with this practice, they mentioned how the meaning behind this could remind us of an important tool that we have at our disposal. As an adult and as someone that cultivates practices for my own well-being, I am pretty familiar with the act of grounding myself. And when I think about grounding myself, I really think about just coming to the present moment being right here, right now. So in the show, they were mentioning how the purpose of grounding kids is to allow them to have a moment and space for them to reflect on the way that their emotions are moving them to behave in a certain way. So the intention of that timeout is to provide a space for them to feel and process the emotion without the need to react. And I really love listening to this because it made me think about the many times I wish I had been grounded as an adult. I mean, of course, as a teenager as well, mainly as a teenager, and probably I was grounded. Um, But this approach of giving a space to feel and process the emotion without having to react is really like one of the best things that we can all do. And this made me think about like different ways that maybe um, we could apply apply this to. So because I worked in the creative industry for the past six years, the creative industry talking about like the like wedding invitations and I was designing and I was um, constantly coming up with new concepts for my clients. I remember there was a point where I started implementing meditation in my process of designing invitations. And I never really share that with a lot of people just because, you know, when we like when things come to us in an easy way, uh, 
a meditation practice to me seemed like it was normal, I guess. And today, I like the more I reflect on the way that I approached my business, the more I have learned about the many things that I did different that I thought were normal. And meditation in my creative process was one of those things. And I related to this concept of grounding myself because I remember the first time that it happened. Um, I had already been practicing meditation for a while and, and I I meditate on a daily basis just because I do feel like it makes such a huge difference in my life. But I remember when I was designing an invitation and it was a custom um design for clients that had a very specific uh, request for the theme of the wedding and all of the parts and pieces that the wedding invitations were going to have. It was a rather complicated piece. And I remember just sitting there and like thinking about multiple options and kind of like sketching and doodling. And I was just like not getting anywhere and the more I tried to come up with ideas the more I felt like I was overwhelmed and stuck because it it started this pattern in my head that basically you know usually what we do is that we basically take those things against us so in that moment instead of like me thinking about the process or like the the possible options that I had to create or to come up with new designs I basically went into this internal dialogue that I was like telling myself that I just was not creative enough that I was not good enough and basically all of these thoughts made me feel bad and overwhelmed so it was like this this chain of events right like I was it's normal that sometimes we're not gonna be as creative and ideas are not gonna come up as easy and In that moment, I just took that against me and I started having this conversation with myself that I was like not good enough and blah, 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 made me feel bad, made me, you know, feel like, you know, pity for myself in a way, which obviously that that is not going to help me see the potential that I have to create something great. Right. And we all have that potential. It really is in that inner dialogue and the way that we make ourselves feel with our thoughts and emotions that we bring ourselves down. So I remember when this happened, um, I stopped, you know, I, I well, actually I didn't stop that that day. I just kept trying and then the end of the day came and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to leave it here. I'm going to go home and hopefully next time, you know, I would feel better. At the time, I actually, um, I had, you know, girls that worked with me. So it was hard for me to basically just take a moment for myself in the studio, right? And it really never occurred to me to just like walk out of the studio and like maybe go for a walk or whatever, you know? Now I know that those are things that are at my disposal as well. But back then, um, that day I said, okay, you know what? I'm just going to leave it here and I'll come back to it another day. So maybe a couple days passed and that one day that I started working on it again I was by myself and when I started I was still in a place that I was like so stuck I was like that day was even worse like I couldn't even come up with one idea and I said you know what I'm just going to 
do a meditation. I'm just going to clear my head because all I can hear is like this inner voice saying that I'm just like not creative enough, creative enough or not good enough. And that's why I can't come up with anything. And these clients are paying me all this money and they don't even know that I'm, you know, I'm struggling doing this. So in that moment, I was like, I'm just going to do a quick meditation. And I sat down, I put like the pillows there and I probably did like a 10 minute meditation. And I remember in my meditation, just being so aware of the pattern that I was going through that pattern of like sitting down and seeing that nothing was coming up and then just basically burying my creativity even more with all my worry and all of my um, self-sabotage because I was just telling myself that I was not good enough. And you know, there's something beautiful that happens with meditation and is that basically as you allow yourself to see those thoughts and those patterns, you kind of like give that thought space to be and expand or to fly or to you know flow in a different direction and I heard the other day something that was really beautiful that meditation basically helps you connect with like the collective consciousness and the consciousness that is bigger than ourselves right we have our individual consciousness but there's this beautiful energy that we don't see and in meditation, we're able to connect with that. And it's basically like our thoughts become like go far and far away from our own consciousness. So we identify less and less with that because we can see that they're kind of like flowing into a bigger space. And I think that's really what happened in that moment of meditation, which ties to this concept of grounding ourselves just giving ourselves time to just feel and think I mean I of course thinking more about it is not really going to do much but seeing our thoughts for what they are just as thoughts is something that of course in meditation or walking or just simply having that awareness of like okay I can see these thoughts I see them I hear them but this is not doing any good for me. So I'm I'm going to let go. And I think that I immediately thought about this concept when I heard the idea of grounding kids. And I mean, honestly, after being someone that has practiced uh, meditation for a little while, I, and if I have kids... I I would love to teach them to meditate in those moments. I mean, I really don't know how that would work. I really don't even know if kids are able to meditate. Like, is that even possible? I don't know. I I don't have kids in my life close to me, so I can I can probably think that that is really hard. But anyways, going back to the the subject of grounding ourselves for adults, because really I'm an adult, so I can only see it from this lens now. I think it's beautiful. I think it's something that we should practice more. I think so many times we are harder with ourselves and make it more difficult for ourselves because we push, we try to push this, this ideas, this concepts, this everything, and we don't give ourselves time to stop and to recalibrate. I really love listening to this. And the many and, and it made me think about the many times I was overwhelmed and I just couldn't 
think clearly or act, you know, in a way that was supporting my highest well-being or even the relationship with those around me, or maybe especially the relationship with those around me. And like I said, as adults, we don't really give ourselves this moment for grounding. And instead, we, we want to push harder and try harder and don't stop until you're proud. I'm sure you've heard that before. But what if it's if by stopping, we actually get to be proud? Because in that moment and space, we allow ourselves to feel and to process our emotions. And we allow our brain to have a minute to reset instead of protecting itself from the overwhelm and activating the fight or flight response. I really don't think that I will ever think about grounding in the same way. And from now on, I'm just going to always encourage a timeout for myself. And I think I didn't even talk about, you know, the beginning of this um, piece when I started writing it, like the title. I did mention the title, but I didn't say it here. And the title was, If I Could, I Would Ground You. I've told you before that I base the content of the podcast on pieces that I write on the blog. Um, so basically, this is where that is coming from. And I really hope that this helps you reflect or maybe apply this grounding practice to yourself. Um, it's always good to remember, I think, that, you know, it is counterintuitive to stop whenever we are overwhelmed, whenever we have a million things to do. But it is in that moment of stillness and silence that we get to connect with not only our inner power, but this beautiful energy that is supporting us every single day that has most of the wisdom that we need to overcome everything that we go through on a daily basis. So I hope that uh, this resonated with you and I hope that this can help you practice grounding yourself and allowing yourself a space to feel and to process those emotions. I love you. Have a great rest of the week. Better together.